Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, there we go. I'm sorry, I was talking to my daughter on the phone. So there we go. Um, heart attack, poor Mike. I had my mic turned off so that wouldn't go on the air. <laughs> Mike's saying, where's Neil? Um, the uh, number, if you'd like to call. I was trying to recompose myself here and figure out what I'm doing. So uh, anyway, my grandson has been rescued is what you call it. So the... Uh, Phone number, if you'd like to call, is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Call right now, won't you please, and uh, we'll uh, get you on the air fairly quickly. Is uh, James still there, Mike? Mike is checking. Now, Mike's giving me some of my own medicine back here. (laughs) Yes. He is. Okay. Yes. Yeah, all right. James, uh, uh what what more can I do to uh, to help you on the crepe myrtle bark scale? Well, that was a great a great site you sent me to. I had time to look at it, and yes, so there is the uh, I bought some. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce. I'm going to butcher the name. It's Dino Turifen. Is that an, uh, an active ingredient? Okay, your phone is cutting out on you badly. What you want is imidacloprid. That is the one that is uh, most effective on uh, the bark scale, imidacloprid, and applied okay. mid, mid-May. mid that, that recommendation has stood uh, strong for six or eight years. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised by what there will become another recommendation at some point, but it has not changed in that, in that time. One, one last quick question. Is it too late to fertilize my uh, Bermuda grass? No, sir. Uh, this would be about the, I, I'll go into early October, the first few days of October, week of October, but uh, but now is better than that would be. But that's about the last uh, 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 ads that I would accept, about the last uh, commentary that I would give on fertilizing. And you're recommending going with a 412? No, that was, for, that was for the one person who had a pasture with a okay. uh, with a, a recent soil test showing that he was low in in phosphorus, most people are not low in phosphorus. They are high in phosphorus. You, if if you remember, I challenged that a little bit and asked, "Are you sure you're low in uh, in phosphorus?" And he said, "Yeah, it shows shows to be low." And um, but almost all homeowners already have applied enough phosphorus that they would want to use zero phosphorus. So that's going to be something that has none of the middle number. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Neil. I'm glad you called. I appreciate that very, very much. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, Kay in Dallas will be the uh, next uh, call up. I haven't had a call on Purple Loose Strife in a long time. Can't wait to see what what she has to ask about. That will be interesting. That's one of my favorite plants, but uh, there is a backstory to that. So let me write that down. Got it? We're ready to go. Let me tell you about Baylor Scott and White Health right now. This is a new message from them, and uh, Mike, this is the gist of what you'll be hearing tomorrow. In fact, uh, they sponsor a whole hour of my program, and uh, they are doing something very nice now. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden healthy and happy. I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, the ones who keep us happy and healthy. There are beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, Remember that there are plenty of ways that you can show your appreciation to the front line. Get vaccinated. Wear your mask. Those are great ways to show your support and share those messages on social media. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health, especially to the front line, the front line people for all that you do to keep us all safe back then and recently and into the future. Thank you you.
Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Valspar paint products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, JJ. JJ is my friend and a good guy. Great store. All right, phone number again. Let me give it to you so we can fill up those lines. We have Kay in Dallas, and we will go to uh, her right now. And then you would be right after Kay. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Kay, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. A couple of years ago, I had sent you a picture of my purple loose drive, and you commented on it on Facebook, I think. And I've had it about 20 years, and it's been spectacular every year. Uh, you know, they die in the winter. And you have to cut it to the ground, but they come back, and it's been gorgeous. They slow down in August, which this one has done, and now it's blooming again, but it's white blooms. Hmm. This has never happened in 20 years. And no, I've never seen that. It's just at the tip of each spike is a white blossom. Yeah, I have no idea why that would happen. I've never had that happen to any that I have grown. Um, the I just, well, I just wondered if it's going to be white from now on or if next year when I cut it down, if it comes back, it'll be purple again. So you are talking about most of the, the flowers are purple except the ones at the tip are white? It, it quit blooming, almost totally quit blooming. And now that it's starting to bloom again, white blossoms are coming out on the tip of each spike. The okay, let me, let me ask, say, huh? what did you say last? The last, the last five words. Okay. White blossoms are coming out on the tip of each spike. All right, and purple blossoms below that? They pretty much died back. Died back when? They kind of slowed down. The purple's almost gone. Well, purple, almost, okay. Okay. Hang on. Quickly. Hang on. Purple loosestrife blooms in the spring and early into Blooms. the early summer, yeah. but mainly in the spring, and then uh-huh. it's done. And if it reblooms in the fall, that's that's an oddity. That it doesn't it's not an all summer bloomer typically. Normally, that's normal. It has a it has okay. a, a season of bloom. The fact that yours has bloomed again in the fall is unusual. Uh, well, the, it's bloomed all summer and all it's spring. Okay. All right. And, and now that then it did quit blooming for a short while. Right. And now it's t- making white flowers at the tip of each spike. Do you want me? Is there somewhere I could send you a picture of this? No, Facebook has changed their format, so there's no way to post oh. photos now. Not not that I will see. Um, oh. So, did you did you trim this back after the spring blooms? No, I didn't cut. I haven't cut anything right. off yet. Yeah, I I have no idea why it would have uh, changed like that. I don't know. I, I don't so even don't want to speculate because I've never seen that happen on mine. You don't know if it'll be purple again next year. No, I have never seen it happen. I have no idea. Okay. You're aware. You're aware that you can no longer buy that plant, right? Oh, I've, that's been that case for twenty years. <laughs> yeah. It hadn't been quite that long, but yeah, it's been that way for a while. Yeah. 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 All right. And I, I'm I, sorry I can't help you. Okay, thank you very much. You betcha. Yeah, purple loosestrife, folks, if you're not aware, the um, the native lithrum uh, in the northeast is highly invasive around the water uh, uh, ways. Um, it it just has invaded the, the rivers, the, the streams in Massachusetts and, and all in the Midwest and the northeast. And as a result... Uh, it became uh, illegal to sell uh, it, and I'll, I'll just refer to it meaning originally the um, uh, the, the native one uh, as a wildflower. Um, the one that we grow in our landscapes is uh, is a triploid, which means it's sterile, and so it theoretically would not invade. Um, I haven't done any reading on it in a couple of years, but uh, I did see some commentary that, yeah, it does too. Uh, it does too produce some seed. And so I don't know if somehow it it uh, has some hybrid hybridization powers or whatever. But anyway, it's you just don't see it. And when you do see it, it's older plants. That's a beautiful spring 
perennial. I love that plant uh, for its color, for its look in the garden. But uh, it's one of those, um, one of those that just really developed quite a problem. Uh, let's see. Let me get this break out of the way, and then we'll come to Bob in Dallas. Next call up. We have two open lines. It's eight 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 seven eight seven K L I F eight 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 seven eight seven five five four three. Neil's phrase Lone Star Gardening is my uh, latest book. It is so much better than the old cowboy boot book. If that's the one you have. Uh, I, I really recommend you get this one. It's uh, it's a quarter century more up to date. Uh, it has so much more information. It has 840 photographs. The old one I've never counted them, but I think it's something like 250 or 300 photos, none of which appears in this uh, this book. Uh, I didn't go back and I didn't even look at the old book when I was writing this one. I didn't want it to be anything like the old book. 344 pages, high-quality paper, printed in Texas, um, hardback. I tried to make it the best gardening reference you've ever put your hands on. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar, four pages per month times 12 months. You can do the math on this one, 48 pages telling you everything that needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and protected in each month. So when you turn the page from September to October, you'll find out everything you need to get finished up quickly in September and everything you need to get done in October so you can make plans and stay right on top of things. Chapters 3 through 11 are comprehensive chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. This book is not in stores and not on Amazon. You say, Neil, it's like like, uh, just a silly business decision. Well, I really don't think so because this way I can sign every copy. Uh, I can guarantee your satisfaction or I'll refund every penny you invest in it. I might add that I've not been asked to refund any penny so far with 67,000 copies out there. Uh, it'll happen someday, and I'll admit that and say, hey, it's it's happened. But uh, people seem to be very satisfied with it. I think you will be, too. It's only thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage. And uh, just one mistake on buying the wrong tree or, or using the wrong product at the wrong time or whatever will pay for this book. I think I can save you that. Now, two ways you can order it. One's from my website. That's the better way. One's by calling my office. Uh, we've had some uh, uh, issues where uh, office isn't open all the time right now because uh, a lady who works in my office is helping a friend at the hospital. And uh, so either way, the office is 800 752 Grow 800-752-4769, and that's business hours, Monday through Friday. The uh, website is always available to you, of course, and that's neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Foundation Repairs. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. 
1930s were difficult times for America. The country was in the Great Depression. Jobs were scarce, but hopes remained high. Well, that was when Mueller started making metal products right here in Texas. Now, 90 years later, the Mueller name is known across the South as the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products understand what it means to weather the storm. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we're accustomed to in our area. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, hail, and snowstorm for years to come. That's a lot longer than a conventional roof. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's made by Mueller. Visit Mueller, Inc., Dot com to learn more and to find a location near you. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553, or stop by one of their 33 locations. That's Mueller. They're made in America, and they're made to last. MuellerInc.com. I'm Mark Suriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help and great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Mark, very, very much. And we go back to the phone lines. Let me give you the number again. I'd really like to see the phone lines fill. And uh, that uh, number is 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. As I mentioned as we began the program, I am a realistic kind of guy. I know that there are football games uh, head-to-head with me. I realize that there is the Ryder Cup head-to-head with me. I realize that there are people out there trying to tend to their own landscapes and gardens. I got it. But if you uh, have any kind of a gardening question, this is our chance. Give us a call. I see the ratings. I've seen them for 44 years. And they're always as strong in the fall as they are any other time of the year. So I know you're listening. Give me a call, won't you? 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. We go right now to uh, Bob in Dallas. Bob, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, Neil. uh, uh, Thank you for accepting my call. I am a fellow Buckeye. Really? Where from? Much older than you, by the uh, way. Probably not possible. Uh, Where are you from? I, from Dallas. Well, from I know that, but I mean... Originally from Toledo. All right. And uh, I did my graduate work there and graduated in 60. Well, and you're a little bit way, older than I am. Yeah, I got both my degrees there. I love Ohio State. I grew up in Texas, I I, I have to admit, but uh, and came back. but. Uh, so I've been school. here uh, uh, 43 years, so uh, I'm great. almost a Texan. You are. Uh, I think you is, are. This will be an easy uh, uh, question for you. I, I just, I'm a newbie, and I uh, planted a whole lot of flowers in the front and some decorative stone and all that stuff, and it was wonderful. It all worked out great, and it was just by dumb luck. But... <laughs> One thing I'm still I'm still suffering from is I've got St. Augustine grass in the front. I've got two enormous oak trees, and I've thinned them all out to get sun in my yard. But it's still pretty. They got some big patches of bare ground. Mm-hmm. Any suggestions you can give me? I'll, I'm all about it. Well, the the problem is going to be whether you have enough sunlight for the for the grass. Um, I, I have to tell you that is the most common question I'm asked: is what can I do where I have shade and I'm having trouble getting my grass to grow? I'm asked that right. uh, in different variations of that question all the time. Uh, for St. Augustine, which is our most shade tolerant grass, for St. Augustine to succeed. You need at least five or six hours of direct sunlight during the summertime, during the growing season. And if you don't have that, um, you can thin the trees out, but that is a very temporary thing. Uh, you can remove lower limbs from the trees, but that there's a risk in doing that that you may make the trees look weird. And yeah. um, 
and, and, and it also is somewhat temporary, there comes a time, and I, I live in a pecan forest, not oaks, but, but they act the same way. Um, there comes a time when you say, you know, I don't think I want to try that anymore. I'm just done with that. And you switch over to a shade-tolerant ground cover, something that can handle that, that lower light intensity and that will be happy to grow for you, will look good, and, and in some cases can give you kind of the look of grass. You can't go out and play croquet on it, but at least it looks really nice and, and is very presentable. And then in some cases enters the, the spectrum of uh, HOAs that won't allow that, and then you think, oh, good gosh, the common sense of the world is all gone now. But, but anyway, I've, I've, I've switched over to Mondo grass, monkey grass, as my ground cover for half an acre around our house, and I could not be happier. I, I and can to. you can you uh, uh, mow that down so it's low? No, I've, I've mowed ours in in forty years of having it in various places. I've mowed it twice uh, because of cold weather damage, and that's the only time. Um, okay. Yeah, I, you don't really want to because it sets it back a good bit to mow it. Um, it only gets five or six inches tall, and and when you look at it, it has that nice soft texture of grass. Um, if you happen to have my latest book, uh, there, there is a photo uh, of our backyard showing it. And, and uh, mind you, I can't grow grass there, so you have to have that in, in, in the back of your mind when you look at the photograph. And you say, well, it isn't turf grass, but it still is very presentable. You know, it makes a really nice right. ground cover. But that's, right. that's, one, that's one consideration. But I think you're swimming upstream if you against a, a very strong current if you're trying to uh, plant grass time after time after time. That's why AstroTurf right. came, came into the market. Right, right. I, I I laid sod, and the sod just got bare after a while. And by the way, I've already ordered your book. While I was waiting, uh, I called uh, your office, and uh, she wasn't there, but I left word with my number and so forth, told her what I wanted to do. So okay. hopefully she calls me back, and I'll get your book. She will, and and uh, Gretchen is very good about doing that. She's just had her hands full with, with sure. the, uh, the the other things on her mind right now. But but uh, let me let me get the page number, and I'll I'll tell you exactly where when you get the book you can. Okay. Uh, thought it was. Well, one one is page one forty one, and I believe the other is right before page one hundred. Okay. I just stepped out. Hang on just a second. I just stepped out and, yeah, page 98. 98 and 141 are our backyard. And uh, you, well, can, you can see what monkey grass looks like, mondo grass, when uh, when you use it as a ground right. cover. Oh, I've got, my, I've got monkey grass in the backyard uh, in front of some trees that are growing there. And, well, it, and, it, the, and it, it, is, it flourishes. It, it didn't skip a beat in all the cold weather. No, nor did mine this year. The The time that we had uh, a problem with it was about eight or nine years ago when we had that awful ice storm where all the 18-wheelers were right. turning over down south of town, and that ice oh, stayed yeah. on it for about a week, and they and it burned it a little bit. Um, the uh, other nice thing, if you have it in your backyard, you can probably propagate from that and not have to buy anymore. You can you can steal some out of that and, and uh, replant it into the other parts of your yard. But that is a much better solution than trying to just time after time replant sod because it, it's just going to well, be an ongoing problem. I'm kind of like Woody. I'm not real uh, patient. Because you have one yard and a cloud of dust, if I might paraphrase <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There you Although go. I've never, I've never attacked the uh, opponent uh, running down the sideline. <laughs> uh, very few people in, listening have any idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I lived in the dorm uh, when the dorm was, uh, one of the dorms was in the stadium. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, yeah, I, I it was a those rat days. hole. I remember it was those awful. days. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Well, I enjoyed the well, visit very, very much, Bob. And you come from Dale. a beautiful state. Take care. Be well, my friend. Thank you. Chris is in Aubrey. We'll come to Chris next, and then Mike and Garland. Stay with me. Uh, Chinese pistachio question. Chris, you may not have overwatered. We'll try it. Rose of Sharon. Uh, good. Good questions coming up. 
Ace Hardware. Ace is the place that sponsors this hour, both hours, of my program on KLIF every Saturday. And we thank them for that. And Ace is also the place you can go to save on miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. That's kind of nice. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. Two cubic foot bags for $13.99. Save an extra $2 with your Ace Rewards card. You pay only $11.99. There's a limit of 60, six zero bags. That's quite a high limit, folks. Beautify your potted flowers with miracle Grow Moisture control potting mix their specially formulated mix will feed your plants for up to six months and it will protect against over and under watering it absorbs up to 33 percent more water than basic potting soils so your plants can remain hydrated use it with indoor and outdoor container plants it grows plants twice as large versus unfed plants Ace stores, they're parts of our neighborhoods. They are your neighbors. When you go in there, odds are that you're going to see people you already know. People from the soccer team, people from the PTA, people from church. They're your friends, they're your neighbors, and they are the people you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you wake up. Crisis at the border. When you work. Reopening our economy. When you drive home. This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On Real News and Information, 570-KLIF-KLIF.com. KLIF, Neil Sperry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter from my computer to your email Thursdays, just a little after 6 p.m. I spend about a day to a day and a half writing eGardens each week. I enjoy doing it because it's kind of like writing a garden section for a newspaper. Five stories. One of the stories will always be a featured plant of the week. One of the stories will always be a featured question of the week and sometimes a couple of questions. And one of the stories will always be a... Um, uh, 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 an outline of the things you need to be doing in the ensuing three or four days. It's called Gardening This Weekend, where I tell you the things that need to be planted and pruned and fertilized and watched out for, excuse the grammar. That's what eGardens is all about. If you want to see what it looks like, take a look. Before you sign up, you can do it at the very same place. Go to my website, neilsperry.com, click on eGardens. And remember, it's free and always will be. We don't give or sell your email address to anybody, so you'll never be spammed as a result of having signed up for Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. I want to continue the same vein of myths and mystiques in gardening. Here's one I hear. Organic produce tastes better. Now we're talking politics. This is a hot potato. Let's look at some facts, not fiction. Plants take all nutrients into their roots in water solution as elemental nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. Plants can't tell if those nutrients come off a conveyor belt or out of a cow. The difference is that organic gardeners are usually more careful gardeners. They're often better gardeners. They watch their plants. They anticipate their plants' needs, and they identify coming crises before they blow up in their faces. Inorganic gardeners too often resort to man-made products to solve things that should have been faced days or weeks earlier. But it doesn't mean that the organic part of the issue is going to make produce taste better. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. All right, thank you, sir. Again, you get the double dip of uh, eGardens there. Not a bad thing. Let me tell you about Callaways right now. You need to go into Callaways and take a look around because they are beautiful. They are stocked. They are gorgeous. They are uh, staffed. They're great Callaways. Fresh from the farm, pumpkins and gourds have filled their stores. The variety will inspire you. We were in just a week ago, and they are great. Rediscover the fun of creating a festive display with all the colors and shapes and textures of the season. They have a great assortment, including specialty pumpkins like Cinderella, Fairy Tale, Tiger Stripe, Knucklehead, and, of course, plenty of jack-o'-lanterns for carving or decorating. Find the biggest pumpkin 
Well, you can, or the one with the most unusual shape or texture. Spice up your new collection of pumpkins and gourds with straw bales and metal lawn art for a whimsical display in your landscape. Creative, playful, and available at all 21 neighborhood Callaway's nurseries. Ask one of their friendly Texas certified nursery professionals to help you with your selection or to answer your garden questions. If you love plants and helping people and spending time outdoors, you can become part of this great Texas-grown team. Callaway's now hiring at all of their locations. You can apply when you visit any of their open-air stores in DFW. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery when you order online at Callaway's.com. C-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y-S.com. They're open seven days a week from nine to six. That's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. At the top in 30 minutes past the hour. We get to the bottom. Here's the bottom line of today's top stories. Excessive heat. Russian border wall. Our economy. Families are paying more for top of mind awareness. Real news and information. 570 KLIF. KLIF KLIF.com. If you are tired of your old window treatments, if you just want something that makes your home look a lot more beautiful, oh my goodness, do I have something for you. It's called Sunburst Shutters. You've heard me talk about them. Have you looked at them yet? If you if you don't have sunburst shutters, you must not have looked at them yet, because I think once you look at them, you'll say, oh, he's right, I want some of that. You need to go to sunburstshutters.com and take a look. Better yet, call them at 214-343-2601. They'll bring samples to your home and hold them up in the windows so you can see exactly how beautiful they would look in your windows. They are plantation-style shutters, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, and four and a half inch louver size. Larger the louver, the fewer lines you see when they're opened fully. Now these are great uh, uh, shutters. Now, they're made of polywood, which is a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. They are so easy to operate, they're so easy to clean, and they are energy efficient beyond all belief. They're just so much better than wood shutters and so much better than Venetian blinds and fabric uh, drapes and, and other fabric inserts. These are the spectacular plantation shutters that you've always wanted. Sunburst shutters. Nice people. 214-343-2601. They'll come to you. Sunburstshutters.com. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for those gardening products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All of the uh, Ace Hardware stores have garden supplies, and they have people who are trained and can help you. I hope you'll hope you'll get in. Thank you very, very much. Let's go back to our phones. We'll go to Chris in Aubrey. Chris, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Always good to talk to you, Neil, on Saturday. <clears throat> Uh, I have two Chinese pistachios in my yard, and I think maybe I have overwatered one of them. Uh, some leaves are folding up like you got your fist folding up, and they're dark green and kind of dry-like. And uh, the company that planted them put a little pipe down into the roots, so I stuck something in there and pulled out some uh, dirt, and it's real muddy, gushy-like. And I'm I'm wondering uh, if you could give me some signs as to what a tree will look like, leaves, or what are the indications that you've overwatered a tree. And by the way, I did what you told me to do with the crepe myrtle. I cut it off the stumps and everything like that and kind of right down to the roots. So it's a waiting game now. I'll see what comes up. Good. If a little sucker comes up, and now I'm going to leave it there. As but far as uh, overwatering a plant... Um you would have a plant be wilted uh, when the soil was already wet. You you would say, well, I better go water my tree. I see it's wilted. And you'd go out there and you'd, you'd maybe even have the hose running. And then you'd say, oh, my gosh, look at that. The, it's muddy already around that tree. And uh, that's that's the way I would tell. I, I will tell you, Chris, in, in 44 years of doing this kind of broadcasting, and seven years before that with the extension service, um, 
I would say that the ratio of people who think they overwatered to people who actually overwatered is probably a thousand to one. Hmm. Now, how old are these pistachio, or is this pistachio tree? How long has it been in your landscape? About a year. It'll be a year in a couple of weeks when I have somebody come and plant it. There are a couple of things that can happen to a pistachio in its first year or so in a landscape. Uh, one of them could be, uh, and, and I can't, I, there's no way I can, on a phone call, can identify which of these would be involved. Uh, but I will tell you what they are and, and give you a little bit of guidance as to how to tell. Number one uh, would be uh, that it, um, it might have had freeze damage. Uh, pistachios were occasionally hurt by the cold. You'll see that as you drive around town, even looking at established old pistachios that are 10 or 15 years old. Some of them are looking like the red oaks and live oaks look, uh, a few of them. So that's one possibility, that this might have been damaged by the cold. Number two, uh, a thing that happens to young pistachios when they're uh, recently planted would be when it was planted, if it, if it was dug and bald and burlapped, as opposed to coming out of a container, there may have been enough root loss in the digging that it, it didn't transplant well. Or if it was in a container, it may be that the, the soil ball fell apart or broke in some way as it was being planted, and it was damaged in that in that way. So that's a possibility. Uh, third, although it usually happens after the, the third year, second or third year, would be sun scald. They are subject to the same kind of sun scald that uh, uh, red oaks, water oaks, uh, red maples, and uh, well, mainly those. And then I always put Chinese pistachio in that list. Uh, on the west and southwest sides, they will suffer a cracking from the sun, the summer sun. It's too soon for that to be showing up, but it could be a possibility. And then fourth and most common of all of them, and the one that you are not expecting me to say is the tree might have gotten too dry at some point in the last year, that you forgot to water it, didn't get enough water one time. All it takes is one time. My son and I were talking about this last night at his house. He said, Dad, it's the craziest thing. I water carefully for a whole year, and all it takes is one time. And I said, that's exactly right. And I, I, I have that happen every week on my program. So it's one of those things probably, Chris, but I can't, I can't I tell you which it would be. When it was planted, it had the little ball. It, it was still in sort of a little wire ball of mesh contained in it. And uh, So it was do, dug and bald right? and burlap, so that could be transplant shock. And I'd be talking to the people you bought it from if it's within that first year and tell them you're having this trouble. Okay. Can I, dig, can I, can I move the mulch from around the top? And if it is soggy and kind of let it dry out or get more of an indication to see what it looked like, by removing the mulch and everything from around, uh, you know, in the ground. You're, and kind you're of welcome to do that. You're welcome to do it. It won't hurt a thing. Don't think Thank that's you, a Neil. problem, but, but you're welcome to do it. Don't think it's a problem, though. You bet. Thanks for the call. Let me go to Mike in Garland. Mike, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Neil. I have a question about Rosa Sharon. Okay. I have one. It's in black dirt. It thrives. It blossoms like crazy. Are they a hibiscus? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do they make any color other than purple? Oh, yeah. Rosa Sharon? Okay. Okay. My house faces the south. We have a covered, huge uh, uh, backyard with a covered patio, and I know the the big blossoms, the real big blossoms with all the vibrant colors don't do well. If I cover those in the winter, will they survive? Okay. You know? Okay, hit me with that again. If if you cover what, will they survive? Hey, these hibiscus that are the huge blossoms. Rosa Sharon have a lot of blossoms, but they're way smaller than the hibiscus they sell at the stores that are tropical. Okay, there are all kinds of hi- yeah, there are all kinds of hibiscus, and so you need to be very 
specific as to what you're asking about, Mike. Rose of Sharon is Hibiscus syriacus. That is the, the genus, that's the species. S-Y-R-I-A-C-U-S. That's Rose of Sharon. If you want to look that up uh, by variety, uh, you'll find that there are 25 or 30 varieties of rose, Roses of Sharon. Oh, they okay. range from, from white to pink to uh, single to double flowering. Uh, to lavender, to everything in between. They're, they're beautiful. Uh, there are some beautiful white varieties. Um, the, the one that you're talking about may very well be uh, the rose mallow, which is very winter hardy. It dies to the ground and then comes back in the spring. In April, it will send up new, new shoots. Uh, right. The, the hardy mallows, M-A-L-L-O-W, hardy hibiscus, are always going to be single flowering, they're always going to be red, pink, or white. Tropical okay. hibiscus, and they will have a, kind of a matte finish to their leaves. Hardy hibiscus, I'm sorry, tropical hibiscus will always be glossy green, and they may be double flowering, not necessarily always, but they may be double flowering, and they may have orange and yellow flowers as well. So oh. as soon as somebody tells me, well, I have an orange hibiscus, I know it's not a hardy type. Or the, as soon as they tell me they have a double hibiscus, I know it's not a, I'm, I'm assuming it's not Confederate rose, which is a, a much rarer plant. Uh, I know it's not a hardy hibiscus. So you need to you need to learn the different kinds. There are a lot of plants in the hibiscus group. Well, I've noticed that most of the uh, hibiscus that are, I guess, winter hardy, they, they don't die back. That I've seen are... The well, you need to get to know the different types of hibiscus because there are many okay. more that I haven't even addressed at this point that may not be in the genus hibiscus. But hardy hibiscus will always, the ones that are the rose mallows, will die to the ground. Altheas are shrubs. They're woody shrubs. That's, that's the rose of Sharon. They will not die to the ground. They're hardy clear to the Canadian border, and they are okay. shrubs. But they, they have many different colors. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, if you, if you have the book I've been advertising and I'm about to do an ad for, it has a list of the different variety names. You can see the variety names if you'll list that, if you'll, if you'll Google that uh, species name that I gave you. Uh, you, can, you can do that and you'll find many different types. Let me ask you this real quick. I've got the pine trees on my property, two or three. Oh, call, call me back Call me back with that one, if you will. I've got one more call, and I've got to get my last break in, and I may have my pastor coming on in a minute with the, the bird tip. So, anyway, call me back with the unrelated question, if you would. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I try to take one topic per, per call. Um, let me get this last break done. This is my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It, it covers just about everything that we've talked about, and it has that list of all the, the – uh, I haven't even looked to make sure it does, but I'm sure it does have the uh, many of the common varieties of Roses of Sharon. Uh, it has a lot of information in 344 pages, 840 of my best photos, printed in Texas, bound in Texas, hardback, high-quality paper, it's available to you for $36.95 plus tax and postage if you buy it and don't feel that it more than paid for itself. I'll buy it back from you with no questions asked. 67,000 copies that I have sold out of our house, signed and taken to the post office, and not one request for refund yet. 11 chapters. It's written for the whole state of Texas. Here is the way. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. You order it from neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. You can also call my office Monday through Friday business hours and order it at that uh, that way, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it off my website at neilsperry.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church. 
in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. That's our pastor, and uh, he had alerted me that he might not be available for his birding tip today. We'll get him next week. I hope you'll join us at our church, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. You know, the ever-shifting soil here in North Texas is responsible for more foundation damage than any other single factor. Our soils move. When they get dry like they are now, they they crack and they split and they take the foundations with them. And when they get wet, they swell and they just pop the, the foundation. And uh, neither of those is desirable. Advanced foundation repair can solve those problems for you. So many houses are built hastily and you know, when you you watch the next time that you see a housing development going in, you watch it to how they just really kind of frame the foundation, pour it, and they're on to uh, putting up the, the studs and framing that house in. The foundation does not get the attention it needs. That advanced foundation repair can come out and make your house whole once again. They did that with our house. We had one particular room, our sunroom, where we had enclosed a screen porch and uh, that was a foundation designed by Neil and the builder, <laughs> not the la- not the uh, architect, not landscape architect, not the architect that did the rest of the house. Uh, that one had great uh, deep piers, but not not the Neil designed room. <laughs> and so we paid the price there. We had to have advanced foundation repair come out, and oh my goodness, they kind of waved a wand and dug the the piers and did their magic and. Oh, they're good. They're so good. And I'm so proud to have them as a sponsor for 26 years now. It's 26 years ago, right about now, that Fred Marshall wanted to start his ads. I said, well, I need to know more about your company. So I did the homework. I called his customers, and it was just a glorious uh, uh, checkup. People said, oh, we really are happy with the work they did. And you'll say the same thing. 214-333-0003. The home inspection is absolutely without obligation and without charge. Foundationrepairs.com. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. I'm Dan Meyer from Salina Ace Hardware. We're your source of great green egg grills. Count on us for a friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. If you live in Salina and you have driven past that store and not gone in, go in. You are going to be so pleased and so surprised. That is a beautiful hardware store on the inside. Thank you, Dan, very, very much. Let's go uh, back to our phones. We go to John in Dallas. John, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I had a question for you. I'm about to replace a 30-year-old peach tree, which I thought was a ranger. However, it seems to be ripening before a ranger typically would. It ripens early to mid-July. So I'd like to replace it with something that uh, uh, is similar, uh, freestone. And, uh, you know, the one that's on there, of course, turns red when the flesh is yellow to orange. And I wanted to get your recommendation on, on something that, ripens in that time frame oh boy boy i you know what i'll have to go to my own book because when i was writing that part i honest i'm just going to tell you right now that uh, I, I say this uh, on my program on wbap i have dr george ray mckeachin on the air with me on the the same day as the super bowl each year and the reason i do is that is not my background i'm not not a fruit guy i'm an ornamentals guy and um the uh, ripening order of peaches is is pretty specific and um let me look let me look right now i've opened up that part of my book i never do this i'd happen to have a book sitting there and so and um, and and i'm just i'm just gonna have to read it to you and you know what i'm going to suggest is if you will go to I, i have a better way of doing it for you hang on just a second there is a uh, there is a fruit and nut resource page on uh, the Texas A&M website, and I'm going to go off my 
call screen page because you're my last call of the day. And it is uh, EHT-022 Peaches by Jim Thomas, Larry Stein, and Monty Nesbitt. And um, that is, that, that's where that information came from. I, I uh, okay. used those sheets, and they have the 800-hour chilling area. Uh, mm-hmm. 650 to 950, and they have the they have them in in order. There's Ranger right in the middle at a thousand hours, which is a pretty high count. But yeah, they, that's why I'm guessing I, I I didn't. I thought I had a range, but I I don't right. think that must be what it is. Also, if you will look at WomackNursery.com, that's the the source of all the A and M recommended varieties. Not because A and M. Prefers Womacks, but because Womacks is very good about uh, making sure they have. Yeah, WomackNursery.com, W-O-M-A-C-K. They're in DeLeon, Texas, and they, uh, they, they just all always since the 1930s have worked side by side with A&M to make sure that they have the recommended varieties, and they will have descriptions of of the ones. So, Fantastic. You know, if I if if this were Facebook, I would be madly doing the research for you before I answered, and you'd think, "Boy, he's smart." And I'm telling you, I'm not smart on this. <laughs> okay. As I always right, well, tell that, people, that, better that I that I admit it than prove it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Thanks. That should help me make my selection then. All right, that should. I, th- I think it will. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate that. Um, there are some really good peach varieties out there, folks, and you need to get peaches that are for this. He is right on target. You need to get peaches that are adapted for your part of the state. And, and since this is KLIF Dallas-Fort Worth, then you need to get those that are in that 800-hour chilling area, and that's what we have. If you're not familiar with what chilling means, that's the number of hours uh, uh, between uh, uh, 32 and 45 degrees during the winter and uh, cumulative over that time period. Um, and if you get a, a variety that needs fewer than 800 hours, it will try to bloom too soon. It'll bloom while it's still uh, uh, likely to freeze, and you'll lose your crop. If you get a variety that needs a lot more hours than that, it may never bloom, may not even leaf out. Those are the varieties for the Midwest. And so you have to match that chilling requirement pretty carefully. And uh, then beyond that, there are some varieties that are just better performers than others. So you want to get the best recommended, Texas A&M recommended varieties. And that fact sheet that I gave him is the one that you uh, would want to read up on. Or, as I say, I spent a lot of time poring over the A&M recommendations before I wrote that chapter of my book. And I had George Ray uh, proofread it pretty carefully with me page by page. So anyway... Hey, I have enjoyed this very much. Mike, nice job on getting some good calls lined up for us. Mike Bass and I will be over at BAP in the morning at 8 o'clock at 8.20 on your AM dial. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week live again. Thanks for listening. Happy gardening.